Thanks for listening to this episode of Tuesdays in the Face Wrestling Podcast. Uh, on today's episode, we have a special guest. A special guest with us. We're going to take him through the buffet line salad, hot plate, dessert. Chris, what's up? What's up, man? We're drinking Modelo's. We are. Uh, and a Gator- two Modelo's and a Gatorade. Two Modelo's and a Gatorade. The man drinking the <laughs> Gatorade is to my right. His name is James. I won't even attempt his last name because I don't know how to pronounce it yeah. properly. Yeah, don't even try. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll just go by James. Okay. Nah, it's Camioni. Camioni. Also known as James Russo. Yes. Uh, one half promoter owner. Am I saying that's correctly? A freelance underground? That is correct. One half promoter owner. A man of many talents. We're not going to get too deep. Chris and I decided not to get too deep into like the how you get started train because if you check out the Matt Nick show, uh, we have a lot of questions for you. It's not that we can't, you know. Oh, no. We won't have questions for you, awesome. but he uh, James goes James goes re- uh, really into just like um, how he first started getting into promoting, and then uh, UGW, and then what became Freelance Underground on the Matt Nick show. So that's something you should earmark to go check out, you the listener. Uh, but we have him here today, someone who we've wanted to have on for a while. Our list is ever growing. There's like people like we've wanted to have like Kirby on here for a while. James on here for a while. You haven't had Kirby yet? We no. have not, oh no. My God. I, I, I think we need to block a four-hour time slot yes. at least. <laughs> Kirby, I, I had no idea how much Kirby has done. Mm-hmm. I, he just outside of wrestling. I, uh-huh. He blew my mind. I was like, you were what? You you did what? I'm not going to ruin what it is, but I was like, holy shit, man. Like, I had no idea that Kirby was so out there. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. very unique. Uh, such as yourself, so welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drove in from the Rolls. Yes, from the suburbs. Yes, the West Burbs. Um, we're a re- kind of where I'm from, Melrose Park area. I'm from Berkeley. But uh, yeah, we know the same area. And uh, yeah, how does it feel to finally be finally be in a room with us? It, it's weird. I, I started <laughs> to think, oh, man, it must be because I'm not like main freelancer, you know, running out of Bourbon Street. Maybe we're not as cool as I thought I was, but I don't think we have. Like, I don't <laughs> think we have a coolness factor, <laughs> right? Level. There's, there's wrestling. There's beer. We're there. Yeah. <laughs> True. God, how'd you like the beer? It was. I good. gotta know. So, okay, it was so good. I, I'll say this, and I don't know if you know this, Charlie. I some when I got to well, my let's house, say what we're referring to for yes, the listener. Let's go Church Street Brewery. Church Street, Church Street Brewery. Brewery. Yeah, okay. I don't know how it happened, but when I got to the house, I took off my jacket, and it was really heavy. I'm like, why? Like, I'm looking through my pockets. I had two cans of this beer. I don't know how that happened. You stole. I did not steal. <laughs> like, I'm also going to drive with beer in my pockets. Like, you stole. But No, but the beer that I had there, and those two cans of beer are still in my fridge. But the beer that I had there was pretty good. Was I, good. I, I really like IPAs. I had an IPA. I've yeah. been you know, staying off of it as my main beer. Uh, definitely gained a lot of weight drinking IPAs. And uh, so now is you know Modelo's from time to time, mm-hmm. or a lot of times, but uh, yeah, the IPA was really good. I like the beer. What do now you think? You, now you've been to both. You you've I know you've been to both. Beta Brow, Beta Brow, yeah. Which was better, beer wise? I honestly Church Street. Yeah, honestly Church Street. I thought so too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not I'm not really a beer drinker, but obviously when you know they're supporting your company, you kind of have to try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, especially when the guys like here. And throws it in front of you, and tr- I've tried every Church Street brew they have on tap. I, like I said, I'm not a beer guy, and they were all really good. Yeah, 
I, I like those bittery, like your standard stereotypical IPA. Like I'm in for it, and I like the bitterness of it. And like they had a really good one. I don't think Baderbrow really satisfied my my IPA taste. Yeah, there has there's a level of an IPA that it's like really malty, almost. Um, what's the other beer? It, it's IPA, and then the like super dark malty beer stout. The maybe? stout, yeah, yeah. There's there's some IPAs that kind of hint towards that way of of the stout, mm-hmm. but there's like an ipa that's fresh and crisp and bitter uh so that's what i like and and uh i can't remember the name of the ipa that i had the the, the church street one yeah there was a couple yeah I there was a, a q101 i think or the q street yeah okay because i think she mentioned she mentioned that they made it for the station right yes r.i.p <laughs> man <laughs> yeah i love that thing. so um yeah i had that that's what i was drinking most of the night so okay. i really like that yeah the, the the one we heard about the most after the thanksgiving uh, pre-thanksgiving show was the milk stout mm, see i didn't have a stout mm-hmm. try it if they if they still have it i know at the end of last year they had like four bottles left and that was it mm, okay and uh pack you know who pack yeah is. pack mm-hmm. it's all he talked about oh my god this stuff was so bad for me but it tasted so good <laughs> it's more of like a sweeter mm-hmm. sweeter beer okay definitely worth a try yeah well, we got to go back again, right? Yeah, and we will. Uh, April 13th. <laughs> April 13th. See? <laughs> Promoting already. Yeah. Uh, but what's in the, let's let's kick us off at the salad bar, Chris. Yeah. Uh, I guess there. the way we open the salad bar up is by asking, what do you love about wrestling? What do I... The story. There you Just go. Just pulling you in and making mm-hmm. you... I mean, everyone knows. The cat's out the bag. It's been out the bag since Tough Enough. It's not... It, it, it's choreographed. It, yeah. it's you go in with a plan you know what's going to happen you know the outcome you hope for no injuries injuries are real you know you do get hit but for that 10 minutes mm-hmm. not not knowing where you you're like whoa okay that that has to be real there's no way it's not real and they pull you in i love the story that's all i've ever really been about is the story yeah I'm not necessarily about all... I mean, the flippy stuff is awesome. Yeah, you know, it makes people want to attend. Oh, man, this guy's going to be here. He does this kind of crazy shit. But I've always been about the story. The story pulls me in. If If I can't mentally go, okay, let me take a step back. I don't know anything. I think this is real. If I can't get pulled into something, I'm immediately just like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for instance, like I'm raw... Oh, it's you know it's Bobby Roode and, and Gable versus the Revival, and it's a tag title match. You know, the, if you know the outcome, you can't you couldn't tell me the Revival wasn't going to win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the story of that was already like already ruined for me. So I literally fast forwarded through the entire match, and that was the main event I think of, of Raw okay. this week. But you got you get the story has to grab me. Okay, and the unpredictableness yeah. of it. Yes, yeah, it's kind of. You, you, I mean, you're always going to have those those matches where you know the outcome. Yeah, it, it, it's obvious. But if if they could do it in such a way where you're like, okay, well, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah I thought I knew. Yeah. There's there's been matches but where I you don't. know the outcome, but you go you, you still know the outcome and like this is what's going to happen. But there's a few people that are able to perform the art of making you forget about your predictions and what you think is going to happen. Right. And you get involved in that. Like that's super cool. Yeah. Like, I agree. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people answer that question just with everything, but I, I think I would answer the question the same way you did, which is like, and Chris and I, um, 
if you listen, if you've listened to us or like the listener has listened to us, like we are always attracted to stories more so than just like just action. I mean, we definitely get our fair share of Lucha Libre and especially Chris. Um, and those don't always have stories, but I think we're, yeah, we're very much attracted to like, what's the reason these people are fighting. Yeah. And I think one of the things that I've said in the past is like, that's what makes us come back to the shows, right? Mm -hmm. When there's, there's stories that tie from month to month or, you know, and in the case of Tony Nas and, you know, having that cage match, yeah, you know, so tying shows together, it's, it's, it's interesting, right? It's It's a a lost art Mm -hmm. on the indie scene story is such a lost art. You know, you go, you go to one show and it's like, oh, we have all these big names on it. And then the following month, okay, well, what, what do you remember? Do you remember the moves or do you remember what they told you in the ring? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's, oh, we have all these big guys again. Okay, only so far will the big names really be the reason. Like for me, I used to go to AAW shows. Mm-hmm. And then it was just, oh, it's just name after name after name after name after name. And it's like, it's kind of boring. I'm going to see the same moves from the same people, and they're not really telling a story. But that's just me. Yeah. And everyone has different things. That, that's our, our motto here. I'm sure you're familiar with it is wrestling is a buffet. Uh, so everyone has different parts of the buffet line that you choose from. I go heavy into the story as well. Um, and, you know, there's, some people are there just for the action. And that's okay, too. Uh, but I'm fi- it's good that you found like what gr- you gravitate towards because there's so much, there's so much wrestling and you can't consume all of it. So you got to find your niche and like your whole. Really yeah, and in a that. in a hotbed as Chicago is right now for wrestling, like you taking that and saying, "Hey, I'm gonna be different in this way." It's yeah. also a good thing. Yeah, well, definitely the hot plate is where we're gonna get really really into the show. Mm-hmm. So definitely like remember just earmark uh uh being different because there's a lot of different things you did different which is great and then also like the ability to remember what they said um just we'll try to remember those once you get through the salad bar but those are things like i want to bring up again right absolutely uh so you mentioned raw do you watch any wrestling what, what kind of what what do you watch if you watch yeah any? in your spare time oh i i I watch everything. I try to watch wrestling wise. I pretty much try to watch everything that's on television. I, I was watching Impact before I went to Pursuit or whatever channel it is on now. And Twitch. I, I, don't, I don't watch Twitch. it on Twitch. No. Oh, okay. I watch Raw. I watch SmackDown. Okay. I do not watch MLW on BN. Um, I don't. Does Ring of Honor even still have television? I think they have a YouTube thing. You know. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know either. I don't. I don't watch Ring of Honor. Okay. I, but. I'm a traditional wrestling fan. I've been a, I've been watching wrestling since I was three. Like I remember back to when I was three years old mm-hmm. and watching. No, all that's that crazy. Stuff. I don't remember I any don't, of your memory, memories. I, when I'm three. <laughs> I remember. I remember Hogan and Macho Man. I remember Hogan and Warrior. I remember. I vaguely remember Hogan and Andre. Okay. But I, I've it's, I've been enthralled in wrestling since I was a little kid. Yeah. So no matter how much I go, oh, this is stupid. I'm one of those guys that will shit on it and still DVR it, record it, <laughs> <laughs> watch it the following week. I, you you got to know what's working, what's not working, especially from a promoter's perspective. So, yeah, I, I watch mm-hmm. that. I watch Yeah. as far as like regular television. Um, I've, for some reason, started watching a lot of SVU. Don't know why. I used to watch CSI when it was on. Okay. Um, the wife has me watching The Masked Singer, which is very <laughs> oh, entertaining. Right. Yeah, yeah, this is very USA. Yeah, I'm like, like, oh, this ma- I'm like, oh, this is gonna be stupid. 
I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure that it's this person. No, wait, 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 wait. No, it's this person instead. Like, the the mystery of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, what else? Don't they have, like, non-singers up there? Don't they have, don't oh, they have like, athletes the first and, like, person actors that they, and stuff? The first person they revealed was Antonio Brown. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, I mean, was he really singing? Yeah, that was really, it's all really them singing. Okay, and was it, like, a shitty, was the He actually didn't do shitty. that bad. Okay. It's just that he was the first one voted off. Oh, I'm okay. Terry Bradshaw was singing. It's all these Steelers. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I thought. I was like, okay. But now it's come down to like the final five. I have no idea who the final five are. One person sounds like Joey Fatone from NSYNC. But at the same time, ah, it could be Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, the story. One of them it, Pat everything leads back to the story. Story and, and the unpredictability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Same, the same reasons. You can find those on anything. Um. Yeah. Well, Raw and SmackDown. That's not. So that's not something that we like. Chris and I were talking about a majority of the wrestling we watch now is just live, mm-hmm. because like we have relationships with people like you and people like Nick's and, um, you know, probably like we'll throw on pay per views here and there, takeovers, but we don't watch a lot of Raw, Raw and yeah. SmackDown. I I actually told Charlie I'm like today this week I actually watch Raw. Yeah. And he's like I'm sorry for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I spent like, a lot of this Raw just. Okay. Like, now I feel like they're trying... Like, I'm all about... Obviously, you guys have seen... Mm-hmm. I'm all about the women movement. Mm-hmm. But now you're trying to jam. Like, it's like it's like the John Cena effect. You're trying to jam the women down everyone's throat now. Because it's the hot thing in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, no offense to the women on Raw or SmackDown, but not all of them should be necessarily on raw or smackdown performing on a monday night or a tuesday night where it's like oh not these people again fast forward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so nothing against the ladies but yeah don't jam don't 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 jam it down our throats no like you did john it. cena where you know I, I met john cena when he was just rising to popularity mm-hmm. one of the coolest guys i've ever met but the minute you try to turn him into a rock that was the it that was it where you just jam them down everybody's throats, mm-hmm. and he started doing like rock catchphrases. Well, Roman had the same effect, right? Like Roman Reigns. Roman same was thing. on his own, like getting up there, getting up there, and once I think he had that um, some sort of surgery. I think he had a hernia. Yeah. And then when he came back, he was being shoved in everybody's throat, and after that, I think they, that was a turning point. It, it was even before that. It's when it they they screwed Roman Reigns. When they had him win the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. and they threw Daniel Bryan in it, when everybody was so just happy to have Daniel Bryan back, right? Because the previous Royal Rumble, Bryan wasn't even in, and everybody was dying for Roman to win it. Yeah, but yeah, they the the management has a way of screwing the guys over. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, do you listen to Marty and Sarah's podcast? Mm-mm. They had Jimmy Jacobs on it, and uh, Jimmy Jacobs had a really interesting insight about how, like, it's just, the, I mean, we all know Vince's tendencies, right, just from, like, none of, them know, none of us know him personally, obviously, but, um, like, when they would bring up, bring up certain things and, like, certain social media topics or trending topics, like, the, it, it doesn't matter, like, whatever he wanted to do, he would, he would either say, oh, it's a small minority, or he would be like, oh, we should probably listen to that, like... He's just going to do what he wants to do. So it's like, you know, it's hard to uh, make sense of it sometimes. Like, 
I would. I prefer NXT. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, we I talked about that. NXT. We talk about going to like WrestleMania weekend or SummerSlam or Royal Rumble weekend. Well, no, I would want to attend the Royal Rumble, but like going to like SummerSlam weekend, just doing Takeover and not going and watching SummerSlam at like a bar and not going into like the yeah. Arena. Our absence of watching WWE does not exclude like it, NXT like. Whatever takeover they put out, like we're watching that. Yeah, absolutely. It's because um, it's not overly produced. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel like uh, obviously it's Triple H, but he goes, "Okay, this is kind of what we're looking for." It gives that to his producers. His producers go to the talent, and uh, uh, this is what they're looking for, and then they come up with their entire match themselves. Yeah, and then they bring the producer in when they need to. As opposed to, okay, well, this is what we're doing. And then you got the talent standing there going, okay, well, okay. Well, the way okay. you said it, yeah. <laughs> Same thing with promos. Yeah. Overly produced. You, No one knows how you're going to talk but you. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a big enough star, you don't get to speak as yourself. You yeah. have to speak as whatever, whatever drone writer, they yeah. want you to speak, at, speak as. Isn't it kind of weird that, like, Triple H is, I feel like Triple H has always said, like, NXT is supposed to prepare you for the next step, but isn't it so counterintuitive to have the next step be so different than NXT? Yeah. Like, what are you, you're, if you yeah. really get really good at NXT, guess what? You don't use any of that, like, at the next you, step. So it's you like, have guys, guys and girls <laughs> begging to go back to NXT. That's what I would want to do. Ty Dillinger put right, it out there on just Twitter. Put it out, yeah. He's like, yeah, I asked to go back. They won't let me. Mm-hmm. Like, Clearly, there's something going on that draws the talent that was in NXT back to NXT. Yeah. Well, that was didn't remember when Zack Ryder went back and was like the hype rose for a yeah. little bit. How come that doesn't happen more often? That was weird, wasn't it? Like, uh, but cool. Yeah. No, I I I like that, and I feel like that kind of brought some kind of oomph back to Zack Ryder. Yeah. He was actually he was wrestling. He's not just traveling from town to town, not doing a damn thing, and mm-hmm. then. If he's lucky, he's on the house shows. If he's not, he's sitting at home. Mm-hmm. And right and right after that run is when he won that IC title at Mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was supposed to go to Neville. Mm-hmm. I mean, at, the dirt, at least that's what the dirt sheets say. Mm-hmm. Is it was supposed to go to Neville? Had Neville not broke his ankle with Chris Jericho, Jericho. that mm-hmm. would have never happened. Uh, and believe me, next night on Raw, I was like, I was so just like, why, why do that to him? The crowd loved the fact that Zack yeah, Ryder won, and you took it pop. right away from him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to put it on the guy that should have just won it at Mania. Why? I, I mean, I get it. The it moment. was the Miz, right? The Miz I, I, get, I yeah. get the moment, but you kill the moment the next night. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. He's got two moments now. One bad, one good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what else is? What's next on the salad? Uh, we don't have anything else on the salad bar. Okay. It was a quick, short salad bar. But so, um, we know what you're into now, and what you're currently watching, which is good. And Unlike Two Juice, who doesn't watch any wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> he watches it all in the ring when he's officiating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so on the main course, uh, here's where we get to talk about Freelance Underground, the recent show, yeah. your role in it. How do you experience uh, the show from being in the back? This newer venue compared to Brader Brow. Brader Brow. Now it's uh, Church. Church Brew? Street. Church Street Brewing? Church Street Brewing Company. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Bader Church. Bader Church. <laughs> no. Yeah, what did you think of the show overall? Just give me your quick thoughts on it and then we'll die. I actually just got the show back today. 
Okay. I'll edit it up. I have not gotten a chance to watch it. Okay. The bits and pieces that I had, I did see, mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed. And in in the end, and I know Matt Nix feels the same way I do, is if the crowd was happy with it, I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. If you're sitting on your hands and not reacting, not clapping, not booing, not doing anything, then clearly there's a problem. And we need to fix it. Mm-hmm. But from what I, at least from what I heard, it sounded like everybody enjoyed it. Now I saw I got to see bits and pieces of the the opening match with Gringo and Trey and Sage. Saw bits and pieces of Craig's match. Saw bits and pieces of the tag match. But other than that, I'm in the back. I'm I'm essentially producing the entire show. Yeah. And I mean, and, and Two Juice is back there doing whatever he does too. But I'm running around. <laughs> I'm going to each match. I'm like, everything good? You need anything? Mm-hmm. Do you have any questions? Okay, you're good. And then going from match to match to match to match to match. And then running around, going to the bar, making sure that Church Street's happy with how what they're selling, what they're doing. If they're if there's anything we could do to make it better, then I'm going to the people that I know in the crowd, and I'm like, everything good? You guys enjoying mm-hmm. yourselves? Stuff like that. So I'm constantly running, and I'm in the back running all the music. Oh, um, I didn't know that. So <laughs> I and I really don't have that much time to watch the show the day of yeah mm-hmm. uh i think next time i'm bringing a monitor and a shitty <laughs> video camera that i'm just gonna hook up and put on my table back there so i can at least see what's going on other than that i, I i'm hoping to watch it this tomorrow because tomorrow so, like so what happens to those tapes to like so now you uh, have the edited tape they do like, sell it we do sell uh-huh. our videos they're on smartmarkvideo.com okay uh, mp4 and video on demand we do not do dvds yet not enough demand for DVDs. Okay. Hoping to get to that point. Okay. But there's no point of trying to sell something that's not going to sell. Yeah. Okay. So then you spend the extra money on the graphics for the DVD covers and for the Blu-ray covers. And then the only one we do sell DVD and Blu-ray of are our first, our first GCW shows. Okay. Because those are guaranteed to sell. Because mm-hmm. GCW fans and with partnering up with the, free, with the actual freelance group. Yeah. Okay. I feel like more people will be into buying those. I mean, we did we did pretty well last year as far as selling that kind of stuff. Great. I'm not to be rude. I'm just going to pull up the the same document that Chris is looking at on his phone really quick. I'm, I, I don't. Have, some, I'm not looking at my phone. Totally rude, man. There's some <laughs> match, there's some match notes on there that I want to make sure. So you guys can fill this air, this dead air if you want. That's fine. I actually I'm, I'm very glad that you have match notes. I I take note. Yeah, I was ta- I take I, notes during all of them. God, I, the, I can't. The more do it. feedback. <laughs> The more feedback we could get from people that are actually at the shows, the better. Because how are we going to know if we're doing something wrong mm-hmm. if we're not being told? If someone just goes out there and gives a general, oh, man, the show was really good. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed your show. Mm-hmm. But what didn't you like? Mm-hmm. Tell me. Tell me what you didn't like. How did you guys find the venue? Because I know you were yeah. looking Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Big Hank had a friend. Hank 312. Yes. Hank from Chicago on Busted Open Radio. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to stay off Busted Open. <laughs> he can't. Bully Ray's going to eventually find him and just beat the hell out of him. He can't. He Somebody can't asked today, how do you listen to this, uh, to the Busted Open, and do you have to have satellite radio? Like, I don't. I, I have XM, yeah. so I can listen to it. I know, I know okay. Hank has XM. So I got to get on so, it then. Because like, yeah. I, I like to listen to, you know, I, I'll listen to podcasts or whatever, but... Yeah, I don't have XM, so... Yeah, I was listening mm-hmm. to Tony Schiavone and uh, Conrad on the way here. Nice. Okay. That's... Ca- trying to catch up to the recent stuff. I'm finally in September of last year. Oh, wow. I went back to mm-hmm. the beginning and want to listen to them all. Nice. So, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, the venue. The venue. The venue. Uh, so Big Hank was like, hey, my buddy works at this brewery in Itasca, and they heard that the wrestling from Baderbrow is looking for a new place to run. Is that something you guys be interested in? I'm like, well, yeah, of course. Right now we're looking for a home venue. We don't really have one. We're, we're, if we don't find one, who knows what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, well, here, this is my buddy's name. He actually, in, he actually worked at the place we ran in, in October in Franklin Park. Uh, mm. I don't even want to name the place because that, that was a bad experience in itself. Okay. Well, the day I go meet with the guys in Franklin Park, his buddy got fired from Church Street. So well, I was like, oh, here goes that. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Gotta take a chance. Emailed off something to just their main info email, mm-hmm. and someone got back to me. Oh, yeah, we definitely are interested. Come on in. You know, we'll sit down. We'll talk. All right. Had to make a special schedule because Two Juice works all the crazy hours. <laughs> and I and, Coming and, from Midlothian is tough, man. Yeah. <laughs> and at the time... Two Juice is going under on this podcast. No. Here, <laughs> I'm about to come over. Two, that's Two Juice's area of expertise. Two Juice will yeah. sit down with you. He could talk with you. He could... He could work his angle into making it beneficial for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely needed, I, I definitely thought mm-hmm. I needed him there. So finally we make the deal, come make the plan, go in. The guy said yes before we even sat down. He's like, no, we want it. He's like, I, I just, this is form, the formality of it. We want you guys here. We want to take, take the risk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, how's Thanksgiving Eve sound? He's like, okay, that's fine. We've not been told no about anything. Everything is yes. The, That's just, almost too good to be true. It the, sounds like. Put the guy over. The guy's name is Jace. He was actually the one serving at the show. Oh, okay. Blonde guy. He may have had a hat. Back yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember him. That, that, that is the man that got us in the church street. Okay. He, uh, he, he's like, I never say no to anything because how can you say no to something you don't know the outcome of? Mm-hmm. And he was the like, one to give it a shot. And if he's like, if you go in saying no... Let's try it, yeah. If you, yeah, if you go in saying no, how's that relationship going to be if eventually you do say yes? You're always going to be in some kind of peril of, is it yes, is it no, are they going to like it? Or they like, they didn't it? want me at first. Yeah, they didn't want us. Now now we have to walk on eggshells. Yeah. We gotta make sure we don't mess anything mm-hmm. up. So he was, he was very open. And ever since then, I've pretty much handled Church Street. Since, since Two Juice lives out in Midlothian, and <laughs> all the time. <laughs> but it was just super friendly, real quick. Suggestions back and forth. The the guy from Church Street actually named Thanksgiving show. He's like, yeah, you guys thought of Black Eye Wednesday. I'm like, no, but we're gonna use that. <laughs> nice. So yeah, that that's how I, it was. It was Big Hank telling us that his buddy worked there. His buddy got fired. We still went with it anyway. They wanted us. They actually got a lot of the accounts that Bra- Beta Brow had, the, the the Billy Goat account they got. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. And then all of a sudden, right after that, they got the account with Q101. Yeah. And now Q101, last show, tweeted our stuff out. Uh, we, 95.1 Will Rock, had us on their webpage. No idea why. Had the okay. show on their webpage. That's awesome. Yeah. 
It was a, so it was, nobody made us any the wiser. The, yeah. the, the so I had seen pictures of the previous show because I I was I didn't go to the Thanksgiving one. Right. Um, and I was like, this place uh, either they took pictures from an angle where you only see one side of the ring, yeah. or it it looks crowded as hell. And we got there, and yeah, it's it's a very unique setup. Yes. Very, like I, unique is a very nice word. <laughs> because you have a couple people on one side where the by by the entrance where the wrestlers come out through, and then everybody else is in the opposite side. Right. There's no sides left or right. It's just front and back. Some standing by the bathroom, but it's still like right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this past show, we had a bigger ring. That's what I heard. So the unicorns told me that this is yeah. a bigger ring to support the cage, right? Correct. Because the cage is made for an eighteen by eighteen, not a sixteen by sixteen. Which is what we usually use. At okay. okay. So, so that, my question was like, so if you use those sixteen by sixteen, do you have people on the sides? No. Uh, the unicorns are usually on the side, closest to the wall where the barrels mm-hmm. are. Uh, photographer usually stands on that side too. Camera guys usually over by the, the bathrooms. This is the first time there was people standing by the bathrooms. Like, mm-hmm. first show. Because I don't, f- I don't fudge numbers. We had mm-hmm. sixty one paid. Okay. okay. That's it. On a Wednesday night, they st- the bar made money. Mm-hmm. They made more money than they made the previous year on 61. This time we had 200. Wow. Nice. That That's great. That's a big increase. That, and that, inclu- that, includes, that includes the pre-sale, the walk-up, and the comps. Okay. Yeah, like we, we were there and it's like, it, it feels pretty snuggly in here. Like, yeah. it's yeah. packed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and I'm not the tallest guy, so... <laughs> and, and, the, and the thing about how it's set up we can't if we add chairs we lose capacity oh okay. like there is i think there's 60 chairs total yeah mm-hmm. that's 14 14 by the entrance the rest are toward where they were selling the beer that's mm-hmm. what was going to be our suggestion but we obviously didn't think of like less standing room yeah you will but, not, yeah you you'll cut capacity probably in half okay. so if we had 200 people you get 100 people in there but yeah you'll be seated seated so and then we're taking away Money out of our pocket, yeah, and, and yeah. it's not the brewery, and yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not like it's that. like stage seating where it's an incline. You're right. still on a flat surface, right. like mm-hmm. so. Yeah. So why are we gonna jump? Into... Get stilts. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna get there. We'll just try to get there earlier next time and do like the corner. The corner <laughs> and, that's, and that's what I was gonna say. Now that all these people were there, hopefully the standing didn't deter anybody. I haven't heard any complaints. No, no. Like, like I can stand. Sh- it's just short being people, able to see. Yeah. Yeah. Short people are like, oh, well, I had a hard time seeing. Okay, but Move now around. you know, it's first come, first serve. Get there early. Yeah. Get there early. Don't wait to the last minute. Yeah. If you wait to the last minute, you might be standing. Mm-hmm. So, great. Yeah. No, I regardless, I, 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 you move around. You are able to see. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, we had a blast drinking. Uh, we're gonna get into some <laughs> of the matches. I know that Kirby, even Kirby, had a beer. Yeah. Which is, I noticed he looks a little bit more relaxed and casual. <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's the vibe that we want to give. Yeah. We don't want to give that, that yeah, you know, you know you're at a wrestling show. There's a wrestling ring. There's people fighting in the ring. You know you're at a wrestling show. But it's really, like, it, it, it's more of a, like a cat, like you're out for a night to yeah. be entertained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't, we don't want you to feel it. We, we know you're at a wrestling show. We don't want you necessarily to feel it. you're at a wrestling show. That's mm-hmm. kind of how, like, freelance wrestling is. Like, that, you, that you is know? definitely, that was the original plan, right? Plan for yeah. freelance was that, hey, 
here we are. We're gonna sh we're gonna give you guys that you normally won't see anywhere else, and some others that you may want to see that aren't always coming up to Chicago. Yeah. And now it's turned into it. it it's a wrestling company. It's the the rock con the concert went away. The punk rock bands, all that stuff went away because the fans were dictating like, no, we want more wrestling. Yeah. And mm -hmm. Matt Nix was like. Well, my audience says dictates what I do, so guess what? We're giving you more wrestling, and we're taking away the bands. So yeah, we're more we're more what was originally Nick's idea of what he wanted freelance to be, mm -hmm. but fans dictated it, and he followed whatever the fans wanted, and it was the smartest idea he could have. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the first match saw Gringo Loco uh, defeating once again, like uh, the two thing the two themes I wanted to. Uh, touch on that we felt like we're always chris and i are like always thinking because there's seven million podcasts in the world how does two heels and a face be different so we like try to come up with like a bunch of different stuff one thing is like when we try to have a guest on we usually like build rapport with that person beforehand so it's like more natural and then we had thought of the buffet line structure which we're in now and then also like we come up with like like we're doing this youtube rabbit hole series like yeah. just different stuff where we talk about random things we found on youtube so um, one of the, the two areas I thought you were different were obviously the cage because that is a bold ass m fucking move, and we'll get to that when we get to the main event. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll uh, definitely touch on the cage. But uh, one thing in this first match, so the first match saw Gringo Loco win a triple threat against Trey Lamar and Sage Phillips, and I think like Trey Lamar and then there's other people on, on here as well are just names you don't hear very often. So it it it, yeah. it it looks like you found an effort to find different people and and that is definitely what we're we're reaching out to do more is yeah. be different because now i mean okay so yeah we're obviously we're associated with freelance so we're gonna have the crossover talent from both companies yeah i mean that's gonna happen but what we're doing is we're using the guys necessarily that weren't being thrown in your face at freelance yeah. not not in the negative way of being thrown in your face but you know craig mitchell craig mitchell was kind of buried at freelance not in like the oh buried, buried <laughs> like triple h buried him or anything like that but he was buried in a very large talent pool we put craig front up front and now craig is up front at yeah freelance. absolutely he he showed that he's got a different side to him that can go singles. He was mainly a tag guy. Yeah. Aside from his feud with Isaiah's. Mm hmm But you know we we got we got Craig out in front of people. Mm hmm Um, who else? Uh, well I see like Trey Lamar. Where did Trey Lamar come from? Or Trey, Lam most Trey Lamar is from AIW. He okay. is a Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae student. Great. Uh, that's cool. Uh, Eddie Only was a name I've never heard of before. Another Johnny Gargano, Trey Lamar student. Okay, or, cool. Trey Lamar. Johnny Gargano, AIW student. AIW, AIW. Okay. Yes. Um, he lost to Marcus Crane in the next match. Um, and there was a guy that Craig wrestled that was very new to me as well. Jake Garvin. Jake Garvin. Uh, he is from Kentucky. Kentucky. Um, and then there was a ton of... I, I, I apologize to Knicks and Olsen because... First of all, first of all, the match they had at uh, the GCW show I thought was like the best match I've seen from both of them in a while. Uh, it was really good. I thought the tag match with Deppen and Lloyd, um, but they wrestled a bunch of other people too that I didn't see. Like I didn't even write all that down, and I usually take notes. But that was the time where like I think I started having too many IPAs, and I started <laughs> just talking to everyone around right, me, right. and I completely missed. And I like went to go get beer too, so then I lost my spot. 
in the ruckus. But yeah. there was a lot of new guys in that match. Marino, Marino is AIW. PB Smooth is AIW. Okay. Uh, Cole Raddick, he is... I've heard of him. Indiana, Indianapolis area. Mm-hmm. And Steve Michaels is from Chicago. He trained with Bubba and Devon at three, Team 3D Academy. Cool. Okay. So he travels to Florida to wrestle, but lives here. Okay. Awesome. And what was the why the what was the thought process was I just want to bring in new guys, so then you you, you reached out to like AIW or like how did it how did they come about? Originally we had originally during after after November's show, uh, Two Juice and I we talked. I'm like, we gotta change up everything. We 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 can't we can't keep using all majority of local guys and one or two out of towners because a lot of local guys work everywhere local. Yeah. And okay, if I'm if we're charging twenty a ticket, and you could see our entire roster somewhere else for ten. Mm-hmm. What's gonna make you guys come see us and pay ten dollars more when you could go down the street, technically down the street, and see them for ten? So I was like, all right, well, unfortunately, it looks like we're gonna have to sit down, look over our roster, and go, all right, well, who out of the twenty-two local people we have been using, who's gonna actually get people to come out to the shows? And, and that's rough because you you build a friendship with a lot of these guys. Yeah. So that, that's what we did. We picked, ten, we picked 10 out of 22 that are booked for every show, unless they are unavailable. And then we'll backfill. And then we'll fill in other spots if we need to. So we reached out to a lot out. You're going to see a lot of people that you haven't seen before this year coming. And that's a good thing. I think. That's yeah. a positive thing, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. And they're all indie guys outside of Simon Grimm. They're all indie guys yeah. or gals. That aren't from aren't really wrestling around here. Great, and you feel. I mean, I feel really good about that. You feel really good about that. I, I'm, I'm. I feel great. I, I'm really happy with all the new talent that we brought in from this last show. Like they all, for the most part, proved that it was a good decision. Okay. Like Trey Lamar is the one I've been hearing yeah. back about the most from everybody. Oh man, you you bring a tray back, you bring tray. Yeah, Trey's coming back. He'll be there April thirteenth. Okay, well, you know that kid, that kid's got a lot of talent. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely aware <laughs> that he's got a lot of talent. <laughs> we got it. I'm I'm glad that you you see the same thing I see. They'll be back. PB Smooth will be back. Okay. Um, Eddie Only will be back. Yeah, there was a spot in that match that I wanted to point out where uh, uh of someone that we know, his name is Brandon, was in the bathroom. And Eddie only and Marcus Crane like locked up, and their lockup took them into the bathroom. <laughs> and it was really funny seeing it from my perspective because they came out of the bathroom, and then Brandon came out like after them. <laughs> and I didn't know that Brandon was in there before, so I just wanted to point that out. That was like one of the funnier moments of the show. Yeah, we actually got pictures of that. Of <laughs> yeah, like inside the bathroom. Yeah, I have a note here that says Chris said Eddie only was Brew Baker's long lost younger brother. Ed, Eddie only, yeah. yeah. Eddie only, this kid, <laughs> Eddie only. He came to the first GCW versus show we did at Bader Brow. Just introduced himself. Just okay. Wanted, anything you need, you need. Do you need chairs set up? Do you, everything we asked of him, not, not a problem, not a problem. Set stuff up. Then I come to find out that when GCW ran in LA, 
he flew himself to LA just to help. Wow. Yes. Immediately, I'm like, okay, I got to find a spot for this guy. Um, he's the real deal. So he was supposed to just be a scramble guy for that show. Mm-hmm. And then the Pat Monix injury happened. Yeah. yeah. So he actually ended up replacing Pat Monix. It was supposed to be Pat Monix versus Marcus Crane. Okay. Um, and oh yeah, because didn't didn't Crane win himself a shot at that belt or no? Crane or was something else. Crane has the check for the championship. Yeah, that's a which good. I feel like Still? a lot of people. Yeah, it, the thing is, he won it. Uh huh. Place closed down. Yeah. Yeah. We had to cancel our August date. Yep. He couldn't do October. Mm-hmm. He did November. Didn't bring the check. I think where it got confused it was because he went against Mitchell at freelance. Yeah, it, it right. was not cashed against and Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> he's still, my mind, he still has he still has it. <laughs> okay. He still okay. has it. We'll see what happens. I want him to run in with it, and I want him. I want two juice to be like the referees and, and that doesn't know what to do. That is so confused <laughs> on what to do with the briefcase and like can't figure it out for fifteen minutes, and then finally figure it out. That that was a fun idea. That. <laughs> Oh, that was a f- actually that was two juices idea was the was the check the giant check I love it uh, well so Monex versus Gringo April thirteenth yes for the for the independent championship yes hopefully Marcus Green cashes in just like the thing in your chest <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was the punchline at the end yeah made reference mm-hmm. to his uh what is he called the He's got a pacemaker. pacemaker pacemaker yes um so that's gonna be good and hopefully you know we see a cash in that'll be great um. The match of the night, in my opinion, besides the fucking cage, we'll get to that once again. It's just like, that was a ridiculous sight and awesome sight at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Thunder Rosa and Laney Luck stole the show for me. I think it was, once again, story. There was a ton, I thought there was a ton of... They put in a ton of effort mm-hmm. beforehand. And I can honestly sit here and tell you I take zero credit for everything they put on the internet. Okay. That was all them. That was not asked of them. That was not something that... We expected. They did that all on their own. They brought a lot of interest into the match because of it. it yeah, is, so it, much. It's real funny. We have a problem where we ask people for stuff, mm-hmm. and they never deliver it. And when you don't ask. When I don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> when I don't ask. Uh-huh. Here comes a promo from Thunder Rosa. Here comes a promo from Laney. And then Thunder Rosa rebuttals. And then they... Fi- I didn't even know they filmed one at the brewery. At the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I found that out the next day. Because mm-hmm. they didn't mention it. They just did it. That's awesome. Even uh, Thunder Rosa was doing a live stream, too, on YouTube. And I hopped on there, and I was like... I put a question about Laney Luck. And she's even, like, building it on that, too. That was, like, the no night idea. before she flew in or something. Mm-hmm. Like Had no idea. Just kept bringing it up. So if you follow her, it's constantly on the top of your mind. And then when they're really hitting each other in the ring it's just like it feels like two weeks worth of shit talking like kind of coming to this and she gave her a people's eyebrow above her left eye yeah Mm -hmm. um only to get two more above her right eye (laughs) i also want to point out that like we okay so i'm not saying that every time like someone works out or someone does something you have to post it on instagram but like it's not it's no coincidence that the people that i do see like busting their fucking ass on instagram are the people who excelled this last show like or who are excelling in general like kylie laney gpa nas it's just like hard yeah. work the hard work, hard work that we're seeing it's fucking paying off in like, wrestling it, in wrestling people think sense. that 
oh, okay, I'm on shows, so the, the work stops. Like, oh, I'm just getting booked. That's my work. No. The the GPAs, the Laney's, the Tony Nasses now. I mean, come on. Ali comes back to town and trains with these guys. Yeah. He doesn't need to do that. He's a, he, he's under contract. The man's getting a check every week. He doesn't need to do that, but he's still going in. He's recording promos for the top wrestling company in the world with Craig Mitchell recording them for him. Yeah. And then he's turning them into WWE going, hey, here's a promo I did while I was home. If, if you don't look at Ali and go, okay, obviously there's more work to be done than just what they're asking of me. You're right. It, it, it's unreal. But yeah, a lot, of, a lot of the people don't do it. They don't, they, oh, I need, you need me to cut a promo? Yeah. Why? To promote the match. <laughs> no one's coming to see me. And the minute you have that attitude, no one's oh, coming to see I, me. Yeah. It's like, oh, 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 no one's coming to see you? Okay. Well, now you just told, yeah, we're friends, but you just told the promoter of the company that no one's not, coming to see you. Yeah. So why am I spending money on you? Right. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, the people, man, I, I'm, I'm, I was so happy with Laney and, and Thunder Rosa's match. Yeah, I was too. Laney did a sleeper hold. I just want to point that out, Laney Luck, and 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 I just want to point it out because no one ever does a fucking sleeper hold anymore. It turned into like a guillotine, but I just I just wrote down that note. I just wanted to say it. I popped for it. You just don't. There's some simple moves you just don't see anymore. A sleeper hold is one of them. Um, and the crowd was really into it. I thought the ending was great with the awesome lung blower and then coup de gras, which I don't know the coup de gras. I don't. That's not an extremely convincing finisher, in my opinion. But I thought it worked really well on this. Watch the video; it's extremely convincing. Because on the on the back, right? Yeah. Mm. Oh, she sm- she smashed her. Yeah, <laughs> and it was stiff. In, 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 in the safest way possible, she smashed mm. her. It, it they made it look like it actually was a finish. Absolutely. Um, and then this is the oh, this is another thing different that I wanted to point out too. Um, it seemed like everyone picked up the mic after that match, after their match, and well, we had maybe an eye roll, but uh, I liked it because I want to hear people talk. I don't know. I just want to hear people talking. Sometimes on other shows, I don't think people talk enough. I agree with you, <laughs> but here is where people mess up. If the promoter doesn't tell you to grab a microphone, okay, don't grab a microphone because you're cutting until the time. There was. Right. Two matches mm-hmm. that were supposed to have mic time, and two that were not supposed to have mic time. Mm. I'm not going to tell you who. Yeah. Okay. And we don't want to know. No. Mm-hmm. And it, one match went seven minutes over their allotted time, and then had a microphone in their hand that we did not approve. Okay. So I, I, I agree with you as far as, yeah, a lot of indie shows, it's just, it's back to, it's just, are you getting straight wrestling, or are you telling a story? Right. If you're telling a story, you absolutely need them to talk every now and again, because not everybody's going to follow you on social media. Not everybody's going to be checking out your Facebook page, your YouTube account, your Twitter, your Instagram to see everything you're saying. So you have to give certain people that have certain roles within the company that mic time to okay. draw those people back to the show. Yeah. That's why Thunder Rosa got mic time. She want, She is part of a longer building story. Not to give anything away. She's <laughs> she's in a she's a part of a longer building story. We had to build the story of Gringo versus Pat. Pat was not on the show. Pat wasn't going to record a promo. If if Gringo was like, oh, I challenge Pat Monix. Like you guys know who Pat is. Mm-hmm. There are people there that know who Pat is. 
but the casual person that was like, oh, cool, there's wrestling at the brewery I go to. I'm gonna, I want to. I'm gonna pay my twenty dollars. I'm gonna go see the show. Yeah, they're not gonna know who Pat Monix is. So you have to have him challenge Pat in front of them to draw that interest from the casual person that would not. Maybe now they're more interested to see yeah. what's gonna happen. Oh, this guy challenged him for his belt. I'll be there. Right. Well, Marcus Crane was not supposed to grab the microphone, and he did. Okay. He went seven minutes over on his time. That's a different subject. Okay. And then Jazz grabbed the mic, didn't have to, and it wasn't that he grabbed the mic. And Jazz is one of my close friends. He went overboard. I feel like he talked too long. Okay. So, I mean, the balloon was supposed to be the story. It wasn't supposed to be Jazz talking about it. It was just supposed no, to. Okay. See, he see it. There's a sign on the balloon. He says that really loud so everyone could hear him. And then they freak out, and they're like, whatever, it's my birthday, I'm going to celebrate. Okay. Which, it was Jazz's legit birthday. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I saw the post going into it, that was the match after. Yeah, so point point taken, talk, when you're supposed to talk, talk. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have something to say, and you feel like it's going to help... Submit a promo. Ask. <laughs> Not even submit a promo, ask. Be like, yeah. hey, do you mind if I get 30 seconds on the microphone? Why? What do you guys say? Oh, well, I feel like this will help for this, this, and this. All right. Two Juice and I are not like, no, you can't, no. You just, just talk to us. Yeah. Yeah. So so much could be done just through conversation. All right. Um, yeah, SHS Jazz and Marche Rocket ended up going over. I can't even, I, I see my notes are, are poor. I can't even remember who. Oh, they wrestled the Hooligans, which is really cool. Because we used to see them at AEW a lot, and then they disappeared. Um, the one broke his leg, and then, and yeah, then he was, was never brought back. They they were brought back to the LaSalle shows, but never back to Chicago, which I thought was extremely strange. Yeah, yeah. it was great to see them. Um, yeah, the the balloon. They, had they are in better shape, also. Like I was like, absolutely, they, they're looking good. You, you can't tell them. You could tell them apart now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could absolutely tell which one's Devin and which uh-huh. one's Mason now. Whereas before, when they they literally looked exactly alike, you couldn't tell who was mm-hmm. who. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the the mis- what, the, what was the mystery message on Acid Jazz's balloon? It said, "Are you ready to have some fun?" Okay, cool. Fun was capitalized. Great. <laughs> so that's probably going to lead into April thirteenth. I would mm-hmm. uh, Matt Nix and Alex Olsen won their tag match against all the gentlemen that you named earlier. It was not a tag. It was a scramble. Scramble. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. it was not a tag. No. Oh, they were not on attack. Yeah, see, this is where I started drinking too many IPAs. <laughs> this is where I was just out of it. But I did have some notes. Because I felt like, did that lead in an intermission? Or did that, would, that came lead? out that, of That was after intermission. Okay, yeah. I think after their match, it started to, like, the crowd started to loosen up. Because I remember working my way back in there for the, mm. for the cage. So that makes sense that it was a, a scramble, <laughs> yeah, not a tag. <laughs> Excuse mm. me. Stupid cage. Um... Yeah, how do you think the GPA uh, stuff turned out? How do you think? I, w- I want to hear what you guys think. Because mm-hmm. he cut a promo, and it wasn't 30 seconds. It was quite a few minutes. How do you feel it went? Um, I, think the, I don't think the acoustics of the building served well. Okay. Uh, because I was uh, tr- like trying to listen to it because um, I, re- like, I think he's doing a great job, personally. Um, and uh, there was like every maybe like tenth word I couldn't hear, and I think it was just because people were getting ha- drunk, which is not a bad thing. And then like the way that it was set up, like I don't think a lot of sound made it to the back where I was. Okay. 
Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. Kylie being there was an absolute surprise. And not just you. <laughs> no, she was not supposed to be there. That that's a legit shoot comment. I had no idea she was going to be there. Really? Oh, wow. Did you just know? No. He he was out by I think you guys at that point. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was back there. With <laughs> and, uh, they're like, oh, Kylie's here, and he goes, I didn't know she was. Great. So was that? But you didn't know, like you didn't no, know the. She what the she came was. through the back door and was just hanging out, mm-hmm. and that was all kind of improvised on the fly. She's like, "I want to go out there." I'm like, "You can't." She's like, "Why not?" I'm like, "You said you weren't going to be on the show because you had to be in Las Vegas and you were going to be here late." Oh, see. If they see you, they're going to want you to fight him. I, I I just can't. I can't allow that. That's what I thought was going. I thought it was going to be two cage matches. Not well, that I was disappointed. That, that's what it was supposed to be, right? And then we pulled it that Saturday, mm-hmm. and we announced that she was not going to be able she to She was not going to be... Yes. And that Tony Nas and Roy uh-huh. were going to be the cage match. Mm-hmm. Only cage match on the show. Yeah, she, she, she was not supposed to be there. She showed up. She wanted to go out there. We told her no. She said, why not? I told her, because people are going to expect you to fight. I'm like, you can't go out there right now. She said, all right. She walked away. They started doing their stuff. Our GPA kept cutting his promo, cutting his promo. And she goes, what if I go out after? I was like, maybe. She's like, well, why not? I'm like, well, they don't know that you, that you want to go. <laughs> she goes, well, we'll have the ref. Is the ref? Where's the ref? I'll tell the ref. I was like, crap, the ref's right here. All right, fine. <laughs> you can go out there. And then they did their thing. And she's like, all right, now what? She's telling me what to do. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're signed. I'll do whatever you fucking have. You want me? Okay. Just tell me when to hit play, miss. All right, cool. And then she went. That totally improvised was not planned. And people thought, like I was talking with, with Henry. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, cool surprise. I was like, I didn't know about it. <laughs> I had a feeling that you did, though. I was like, well, you felt wrong because, no. I had no idea she was going to be there. That was totally on her. She came. On her own time, she she literally landed, got her shit, came to the venue. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Okay. Yeah, I thought it worked. Um, you know, like yeah, it, it did get me hyped up for what I thought was going to be a cage match. But when there wasn't one, by that time I was so like you know just feeling good off those IPAs. Couple IPAs. Yeah. Couple IPAs. yeah, just yeah, just a few, just one and a half. Uh, I did not mind that there wasn't a match. So, but I did get that assumption that there might have been one another cage match. No. Okay. We, we we wish we could have had her in GPA in the cage. Unfortunately, we couldn't. We had to do the next best thing. It's all good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. G- yeah. And it was GPA, obviously, it, I think can cut a really good promo. I just didn't hear some of it just because of where I was. Not to mean, like, if there's people up by the front, I'm sure they heard, and they heard more from it, me. It's so sad because GPA, everything that that boy is saying is true. Yeah. Like... He's not he's not saying anything that's not a legitimate statement, but people hate him so much it doesn't he, he literally could say, Yeah, you know, she she doesn't care about you and she could really not care, but they're not gonna believe him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it hit the amount of the amount of heat that, that kid has is unreal. I called him we were on a phone call with or, or, did I tell you we recorded with, earlier with Kylie? No. Like right before you came. We got like 23 minutes with her and I called GPA like smarmy 
And I thought that was a good word for him, where it's like he kind of knows he's right in some sense, but like says it to you, but then you don't believe him. But he just like he's a heel that can make good points, but he's like kind of mm-hmm. well. And I think it. that's uh, that's kind of, uh, and I've been hearing a lot about this with uh, Daniel Bryan right now, like where he he is one hundred percent right. Is he really the bad guy? But it, right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it's it's like um, I could compare Kylie and GPA. At least I feel like I like it's a good comparison to Hogan and Macho Man. Was Macho Man really wrong for the things he was thinking? No, no like he right. thought Hogan yeah, was he in trust in his, his girl, eyes. Right? Yeah, he has lust in yeah. his eyes. And and where is he getting it from? Oh, he's, Hogan just puts his hand on her lower back, and you see Savage see it. All things that you didn't notice, and you go back and look like. I could see why he would think that. Whether it was true or not, I could see yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. G- And GPA right now is li- that that character that he's got going where he's literally just like, you people, like, I gave you everything, and she she doesn't care about you. She doesn't care about me. She got, she blew up, and what happened? She left me by my wayside. I'm here. She's not here. Mm-hmm. Why? Because she's out in Las Vegas. You know, Underground is the company that gave her her start, and she didn't have the decency to show up. Little did he realize when he was saying that she literally did show up. <laughs> but that's what it kind of. But worked. it was a tr- it, it was worked, a truth. Though, still. Like, yeah, yeah. When he's cutting the promo at that point, it's like he's not lying. Like yeah, he's uh, not lying, but he's hated so much that people mm-hmm. are like, ah, we don't care what you have to say. Kylie's the best. Mm-hmm. Kylie's number right. one. Right. We don't care if you're right. Yeah. Uh, the Craig versus you said his name Jake Garvin, yeah. right? Uh, wrestled after that. I didn't see a ton of it. I know it was a big hoss battle. Pretty much. Between the two. Uh, did you want to talk about what you brought today? Or did you want to save that? No. Like, you, like I brought that for you guys to see. Okay. Don't mention it. We won't. Um, it, we're gonna, we have something that we're going to do okay. on March 8th. Is that the next relaunch? No. Yeah. March 8th. With okay. it. There's going to be no pictures of it. There's going to okay. be no nothing of it until that after that day. Okay. Even though this podcast has the E for explicit, we won't talk about what you showed us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we, and that's, that's a question I kind of want to get into after the cage match. I, I thought of a question that I want to put in the dessert. We're still in the main course. This is the end of it. Okay, so the cage. All right. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to stop it right there. And we will continue this conversation with James in part two, which will be coming out shortly after this. So tune in. Make sure you follow us at Two Heels in a Face on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Make sure you visit our webpage at twoheelsinaface.com. And make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. You can listen to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and maybe next week we'll be on Spotify. But for now, this is part one of James Russo, the co-owner of Freelance Underground. Make sure to hashtag BeatUpGPA.